Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? This is Jeff from BKJ Mac TV, and this is the BKJ Mac Podcast Experience coming to you live from Brooklyn. And today we're going to be talking about the movie that has bombed on Hulu. Hulu um, basically produced it and commissioned money for it, and the movie was a dreadful disaster. It's an old school movie from my era. It's called, titled, White Men Can't Jump. It's a a remake from the original 1992 hit, White Man Can't Jump, um, that was at the time starring Woody Harrison and Wesley Snipes. This movie, this current adaptation remake, stars Jack Hollow, as Jeremy and Mr. Wall as Kamal and they basically hustle their way in Los Angeles trying to win money over over people who basically think well white men can't jump or basically can't play basketball which I think is pretty much stupid by now there's white players that can play basketball but ignorance is still prevalent in our in the in the in the streets Anyhow, uh, in the review by uh, RogerEbert.com, again, it's RogerEbert.com is the is that is dedicated to the late great Roger Ebert, who's one of the to me one of the greatest um, film critics of our time. Uh, he was able to give an accurate sense of the movie, the feel of the movie, to understand the movie and. Uh, he had a show, um, the critic, that which really um, told the essence of if a movie was good, do thumbs up, thumbs down uh, at the movies. So this was at the movies, this show, and uh, it was uh, Roger Ebert and Roper. Anyway, um, here we go. This epi- this um, this article was written. Um, by Robert Daniels, um, May 19, 2023, and it's titled, White Man Can't Jump, One Star. The movie literally got one star on Rotten Tomatoes. I knew how bad it was when I was watching, and I was like, this doesn't feel so good. But there were some good moments, but overall, it just didn't feel good. Um, here's the, here's the, um, the, the state of the article. There's so much gall in director Kilmatic's White Man Can't Jump, but not of the good kind, not the kind that he attends. It's the type of noxious audacity that undermines him, that turns a classic into a rot joke, rendering his film a tedious ordeal. You're never quite sure what he wants to accomplish or why he thinks this story is ripe for a retelling. A glaring weakness shared by his house party remake too. The film is as unimaginative as it is corny, as dull as it is cheap, and as unfulfilling as any cash grab for a well-known property could be. Wow, that was very that was very harsh, but it is the truth. Uh, Writer-director Ron Shelton's White Man Can't Jump displayed a certain deft touch that this new version sorely lacks. 
it inverted stereotypes to reveal other stereotypes bouncing on the surface through Billy Dowell, Woody Harrison, a white former college basketball great now saddled with a major gambling debt traveling across the country to avoid his creditors. Since black folks often underestimate white people's basketball prowesses, traveling with his girlfriend Gloria Rosie Perez, he hustles pickup basketball games such as the one played by streetballer Sidney Dean, Wesley Snipes, to earn some cash. Billy, um, excuse me, Billy and Sidney soon form a hard-earned understanding, ultimately competing in a two-man tournament that revealed the true character of each man. It's a smart, edgy story that still holds contemporary relevance. That is, unless your screenwriters Kenya Barnes and Doug Howell. In Kilmatic's hands, their screenplay which sees the former film as outdated, more on that in a bit, undoes much of Shelton's normal work. Jeremy, a monotone Jack Hollow, is a grafting personal trader toting an MPR bag and selling detoxing organic juice to his basketball clients. He was once a college basketball great, but two shredded ACLs kept him from maximizing his potential. He hopes to one day earn enough money to retool his ligaments through stem cells so he, can, he might go far uh, for the G League. Similarly, Billy, through trash-talking Jeremy, baits black players into games for money. A salted robotic hollow delivers these bars with little bit and even less conviction. Wow, they really called this performance. I mean, to me, his performance was mellow. I mean, we've seen those type of guys before at the park. So it's, even though they say that it's robotic in a sense, I disagree because I've seen guys talk like that and it's just like, okay, it wasn't the greatest performers ever but you know it was decent his big victim the only one we see is Kamal Allen Mr. Walls Kamal is presented as a mystery the film's opening scene sees a young Kamal and his dad Benji uh, celebrating his signing with a nationally televised interview so how did this promising player fall from NBA potential to playing in a basic gym the only hint we're given in the first few minutes is a close-up of Benji's hand trembling as he holds his son's arm. Ten years later, the easily irritated, irritated Kamal is an easy mark for Jeremy who calls Kamal a wannabe James Harden. The line is one of the many not-so-subtle attempts to recapture the social-political spark of Shelton's script. What ultimately made the original so indelible, apart from the creaming charisma of the star-studded cast, was its sharp critique of stereotypes. There's of course the provocative title itself, the phrase, white man can't jump, is presented as a racial tourism as common as the sky is blue, which feeds into the perception that white folks can't play basketball either. It's a reversal that initially pitches black people as racially insensitive to whites. Sheldon, however, ever so subtly spends the movie reconfiguring the phrase, Harrison really can't jump, though he could, he could if he practiced, but his 
nonsense leaping ability is a metaphor for his lack of drive. While he shies Snipes for, for showboating, hard dogging, and not playing fundamental basketball, a plethora of dog whistles neatly sewn into the perception of black people as jobless thugs. It's Snipes who is, loving, is the loving father working several jobs to support his family while Harrison gambles away his and Perez's money. So you see the dynamic that was played in the original, which made it so compelling. You felt it. You felt the connection between the two characters that Snipes and um, Harrison was playing. In the new movie, you felt like uh, it was disconnected. One was saving Jack House character was saving money for stem cell research after two ACL injuries tears, and um. Um, the Kamal's character was trying to figure out um, his emotional what was going on with him like internally like they talked a lot they highlighted a lot about mental health in White Man Can't Jump the newer one which is very important because mental health is a very big thing in the in the black and brown black and brown and white community uh, communities and one thing that was probably one of the biggest things I could say that was really good about the movie that I liked was the focus on mental health awareness um, but I felt like it just didn't really there were points in the movie that was just so that it just didn't move it didn't feel it's not something you could watch over and over again it's not something that is timeless in a sense and what while looking at this review it was like wow they really came for it they really really came for it uh i'll tell you the ending of this review it doesn't help that killmatic simply lacks the visual story storytelling chops to do so too while while slick and uh, aerodynamic the basketball scenes and the camera swooping through the gameplay with precision don't feed into the story what are the many narratives in these pickup games? It's a question large is a question left largely unanswered, causing these scrimmages to feel stale and without rhythm. The choppy editing doesn't help either. Wow. Wow. Um yes, pretty much. Uh yes. Um that is the idea really. The film just to me was just uneven. It's not it's not something that's worth a watch. But what I will tell you that is worth a watch is the original White Man Can Jump 1992 with Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrison. That movie I watched it recently. It just plays well, so smooth from beginning to end. You see the arrival of Woody Harrison's character into LA. Um, looking for games to play and you see Wesley Snipes character um, playing and balling and then him taking the white boy um, Harrison's character for granted and him losing his money getting hustled and you see it back and forth the theme of hustling but also there's a part in the movie that will catch you by surprise and it was almost like a red herring and that was a device used very well if for people who don't know what a red herring is, it's basically a plot device where um, you, you, the person watching movie don't really know what's going on, but you point them in one direction and you totally don't expect something coming in the other direction, and it is crazy. 
and Woody Harrison's character really gets got. Jimmy Howe, Ridley's character, really gets got in this part. And his wife and his girlfriend, Rosie Perez, has to come through um, and get and try to get his money back because he got hustled. The hustler got hustled. And you see the and you see his drive of trying to come up, trying to learn how to jump because he couldn't jump, he couldn't dunk, and he he continues losing money when he just couldn't dunk, and and he shows it. But you know that every part of the movie is being is driven, is moving towards his ability to conquer this stereotype of white man can jump, and that it can jump, but they can jump, they they can hang. With, with black and brown people on the basketball court, and that's what we see in the, and that's what we see in this movie, in the original one that we didn't see in the new one. The new one really focuses on mental health awareness, and I, they could have played it more into that, but it really just was just so disjointed, in a sense. And um, the with the older one, it was just so fascinating. When in the old one, we see a throwback to Jeopardy. God rest, your, God rest your soul, Alex Trebek, you know, from Jeopardy. You know, we, we saw essence of the characters. We saw purpose in the characters. We saw purpose in the stories. Infinite from the original uh, White Man Can Jump. And we saw the characters, the charisma between the characters, the scene where Woody Harrison's character have to shoot a shot in order to get his girlfriend in addition um, into Jeopardy. It was an amazing shot. It was a big, big, amazing shot, and it's it's what kept people invested in the original film. It's why the original film could be watched over and over and over again. So it was a good movie. I'm mad that Wesley Snipes and uh, Woody Harrison wasn't even involved in the new one at all. They didn't even make contact with the old school heads and whatnot. And these are the kind of this is one of the reasons why I hate some of these remake movies because they don't really get in touch with the old school cats and that were the founders the pioneers of the movies of the old school movies that they're remaking they want to do their own thing be and add all this gen z stuff into it and basically the movie fails and the movie got a 27 percent it was a, a an abysmal failure i'm looking at white man can jump the original got 77 percent i felt it should have got a 90 in my opinion i would have rated it a 90 because that's how good it was it was very fascinating it was quite an enjoyable experience but overall, um, if you're looking to watch both movies, they're both on Hulu. Uh, I would start off watching the 2023 version first, and then watching the original one from 1992. So at least you may start off disappointed, but you'll leave happy watching the 1992 version. Uh, if they ever try to make a remake again of White Man Can't Jump, they need to tell it in a serious, more grounded story. Um, like the 1992 version did with Woody Harrison and Wesley Snipes and please bring back the original actors in the movie because let me ask you let me tell you this Hulu it just wasn't good man it just wasn't good and as a filmmaker myself um, I could have done a way better job um, uh, let me see Calmatic Won, an, uh, won a Grammy for Best Music Video. He's known for commercials. He did a movie, did House Party. I heard House Party bombed in the movie theater as well. Um, hopefully he learns from this and makes more grounded, serious films. 
and that um, come, that garners the respect of of um, that garners the respect of uh, of critics in the movie space. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of this podcast. Um, this is a review for White Man Can't Jump for both movies. So thank you for listening. It's on Hulu now playing. Thank you. This has been the 50th episode. Stay tuned for season three. Thank you. Peace, love, always one.